Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee only roasts top quality, specialty-grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast, on a uh, special Friday edition. Usually we come at you on a uh, Thursday, but uh, we had to wait for our man to get back from Pebble Beach. He's back in Phoenix now, just dropped his uh, his daughter off at school, and here he is to give us some time, shortgamechef.com, Parker McLaughlin. How was Carmel, California, Pebble Beach, you dog? That's, uh, that's never a, a bad trip. It was it was awesome. Uh, did some filming with some pretty cool guys: uh, Chef Keller, Nate Bargatze, who was hilarious, and uh, yeah. and Michael Pena, who's also really funny in his own right. And and then was able to get lucky enough to play uh, Cypress Point uh, on Wednesday. Oh, wow. So it was it was a great couple days. Of the three courses they're playing, and and they're all kind of showing their teeth. Little wind. You know, they, they set it up reasonably tough. Rank them as far as the, the most difficult, the three they're playing. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a question. It's Spyglass Hill. Uh, Spyglass Hill will, will, yeah, it'll kick you in the teeth every yeah. single time you play it. Um, you know, I was, you know, I, I was watching uh, Keith Mitchell, who I work with. He teed off at, at Spyglass yesterday and uh, shot five under. And it's like, you feel like if you can go five under there, well, you're set up for the rest of the tournament to yeah. go, you know, maybe five, six under at, at Monterey and, uh, and, and hopefully the same at Pebble. And all of a sudden you're at 15 or 16 under par for three days and you probably got a decent sized lead. So you got to feel pretty good if you can get off to a good start at Spyglass. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that, that the guys that get out of Spyglass, Spyglass, I think you, I mean, obviously with, with this tournament and the three courses you know the draw and when you might play one versus the other versus the wind you know and the conditions is certainly going to play a role but i always thought just if it's kind of a clean clean slate i want to start i want to start on the difficult one see if i can manage that get two three under and then go to the other ones which probably what second would be pebble and then uh monterey yeah monterey is probably the easiest um and and pebble if you get pebble on a windy day, it can, it can bite yeah. you as well. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite as easy as, as people think. Uh, those greens are really small. And if that wind gets blown at all, it becomes, it becomes a difficult task out there. I felt, I felt bad for Ben Griffin. He comes rolling in 18 last hole. He's uh three under nice, you know, decent little round going. He makes a 10 on 18. Oh, and, I didn't uh, see that. And, and shoots two over. All right, let's get to it because um we were exchanging some texts i appreciate the time and um you know i've been throwing some stuff out there that you're seeing more guys now kind of squaring up maybe even a little close uh with greenside bunker play and every time i put a picture out there um you know of course the first questions are always ah camera angle and then it's it, you know they, how, how long is the shot you know and it's all these things right like very seldom are they just going to take your word of you know what generally <laughs> Sure looks like to me, being in the business for 22 years, that I'm seeing more square to even some of these guys, feet are pointing right, um, closed on a stock greenside bunker shot. I, am I wrong? You're not wrong. That's definitely the trend. It's, it's definitely where it's been going. 
Um, I was actually just working with Kyle Westmoreland this week. He wanted me to just kind of take a peek and, a good and round give yesterday. Him a, yeah, and give him a couple little pointers. And we jumped in the bunker, and and he said, you know, I've 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 always kind of been, you know, just a little bit left. If I really want to take some take something off of it, uh, I've always aimed just a little bit left. And and we kind of walked through it. And he he would hit a couple that would that would go. 10 12 feet past the hole not not terrible but at that level you want it to end up one or two or three feet past the hole not not 10 to 12 feet past and so so we started playing around with his feet with his feet uh alignment and all of a sudden he he started aiming more right and he started hitting it softer um and so i i thought that was he's like, I've never, I've never thought to aim more right to actually have it come out softer. And so, so that, I think that was a cool one. And, and there's no, there's no perfect way. Right. It, I just told him, I said, look, play around with it. We, we only spent an hour together and, and we only spent 15 minutes in the bunker, but it's like, I was like, play around with it, have some fun, aim way left, see what happens, aim square, see what happens, aim way right, see how your body reacts. And I think yeah. that's a really, a really fun way to see where, you perform your best. There, there's no perfect, hey, you need to aim your feet dead square or two feet closed of the target. There's no perfect way. I think try it out and see what your body works best with. If you have the proper release, then I, usually it's it's best to aim it, I'd say two feet open to two feet closed of the target. Okay, so let's talk about that. So let's go back to just the I go back to some of my initial days of getting into the business and, and here's the dialogue, right? This is kind of the basic dialogue would be, all right, you get, you get into the trap. I wish I could put sand in here in the studio, but I can't. The simulator, the ball's in the bunker, so just bear with me. Um, so I get in here and of course, in a stock shot, you know, I'm gonna aim my face square, shafts forward, body's pretty square, all those things. All right, in a, in a bunker, I open the face up a little bit. Now the face is kind of looking over there to the right. So it's like naturally, you know, the, the discussion is, well, now you got to aim more left until the face is looking, you know, relatively at your target. So it's like open face, open stance. And then swing it along your body line. And swing it along your body line, right? And it'll, so and the, it'll, it'll that's deflect. kind of the way that it's been taught for years and years and years. Okay, pros and cons of that. Let's start with that, and then we'll work back to square. Yeah, so, yeah, we've been, we've been told that for years. Uh, that aim aim way left, faces open, and then you swing across your body line and it, and you just sort of deflect it towards the target. Now th this way is usually not going to produce a bunch of spin. Uh, it, you usually won't hit this ball extremely high um, because in my theory, uh, I believe I believe that the further left you aim, the more you're going to drag the handle and try to get it to go back online. So go ahead, go ahead and set up, set up to one more. So if you're aiming way left and, and you, like everything is going towards the target there, now you're going to aim way left. Yep. Now what intuitively as a decent player, even just as an athlete, as someone who has spatial awareness of where the target is, what are you going to feel like through impact? What are your hands going to do through impact? I'm going to feel like I got to hold that face off. Yeah, exactly right. Which is going to get, get that ball coming out lower. Right. With less, with actually less spin because you, it's just going to be a drag of the handle. There's not gonna, really going to be a, a snap or a release. So real quick, the drag of the handle, folks, is, so if I'm, let's just imagine I'm, the face is aiming right, I'm aiming left. So 
So I come in, I'm gonna feel the sense, I gotta drag that handle this way rather than let the handle stay and let that pass. Is that accurate? That's exactly right. Okay. Yep, it's exactly right. So the, the new sort of way of thinking, and it's, it's not necessarily you know, my way, it's just sort of what players have been evolving to. And yep. it's just a trend that you and I are both noticing. Uh, but what they're doing is if, if now, if you set up, let's just say you set up uh, five, 10 feet right of target with your feet. Okay. Face open. Face is open. But now I'm a little more to the right. Yep. And now, now get, get half an inch or an inch further away from it and you lower your hands. Now, at this point, for you, what is it? How, do, how would you release this so that you can get the ball to go at the hole? Right. Cause now you know that the, you know that your target is left of, of, of right. where you're aiming. So you would have to release it more that way. Yes. I'd have to feel that. To allow that face to square back up or even start pointing more left. Right. So to get the face to look more down the line, I would need to lose the shaft lane to get the face to feel like it's closing. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not swiveling the left. I'm not turning the left hand down. I'm just letting the left wrist go into extension. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We want that face to maintain its loft. Uh, and, and I would say one of the drills, go to the top of your swing and stop. So from there now basically start throwing it and casting it from the top. Yep. That move there. That's what you really need to feel in the bunker, right? It needs to feel like the first move is a cast. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, like, it's amazing. You know, that's just a, like how out and around that feels, right? Like that, that feeling of like, I'm letting that go this way, like towards owner, right? Mm -hmm. And then as it comes back down, and then eventually it just takes over, which, yep. which for someone, who is a bit of a handle dragger, like I am. So I, who, who kind of tends, which I probably had to be being this way. Um, I've got to really, if I go there, I mean, I've got to get after it. Yeah. And, the, and the, one of the things I noticed on that last swing of yours was how quiet your body stayed, right? You, you can't have excess body movement laterally towards the target while you're doing this, nor can you really like, I don't want you to super rotate with your upper body. It's right. really a, a throw with the arms and the hands. And so your body stayed really quiet when you yeah. hit that shot, when you're aiming out to the right. I think setup is, I think set, setup is so important. It's softer. Yeah. Set, setup so important in the bunker, especially alignment and ball position. Yeah. Set, setup is just so important in the bunker. Yeah. So especially alignment ball position. Even, even um, square, more square than open, I would have to feel some of that. If I get aggressive and go close, I got to feel more of it. Yep. And of yep. course, the, the more I open the face, then, and that handle lower is going to, is going to help facilitate that face a little bit too, right? Kind of. So the, yeah. Yeah. Handle lower, right? If you're looking at the face and the face is pointed out to the right, the second that I lower this handle, all of a sudden the face is, is a bit square now to the target. I mean, that's so good right there. I mean, that is like, I mean, I'm literally, what's, what's crazy too. I bet like you, yeah, I, I bet you. That ball <laughs> right there. Okay. Yeah. So like I've been playing around that thing. with this. 
Look at that thing ripping the cover off too. Right there, that's right, hit that last one. So I will, you can see like when I drag it, I'll tend to live out there. Totally. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's allowing that club head to almost sort of square up while you're maintaining loft. It's, yep. so, it's so cool to see where that wear pattern is now. Yeah, I mean, I just ripped, I mean, that just like literally ripped like, the I cover. I feel like that just cut the legs off, you know? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. You see Tiger doing that drill, you know, the, the, the one that I had you do where you go to the top and pause and then you start kicking that thing out. You, you see Tiger do that drill in the bunker quite a bit to get that yeah. feeling. I think that's just, you know, that that's what makes golf so difficult. It's like, it's com bunker shots are the complete opposite of everything that you teach to get guys to hit it far or to get guys compression, to get yeah. guys ball speed. It's the complete opposite. It's like, stay real quiet with your low body, hinge it up, throw it as much as you can and, and let that shaft lean completely out, provide as much loft as you can. So this ball can go up and soft. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just one of those things where it's like, man, it just takes time to learn this type of emotion. But the way that wedges are built these days, you got to You got to be playing it in this manner. You can't be dragging the handle anymore. So here's one of your guys, Keith Mitchell, who um, would you say has gone more this direction since you started working with him? Yeah, we've we've talked actually more about his ball position than and his weight distribution than anything else. He's always he's always been a bit on the square side, but okay. we've talked about his ball position and his weight his weight distribution much more than anything else. And, and those also play a play a factor in how he's going to release it. Is he? When you look at this setup, I mean, you can see just I mean, this is very square. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah, he's basically aiming it at the caddy that's that's standing up there on the green. That it was a at, at the Shriners and, and he yeah, he was trying to find a Sunday pin placement. And so he's right. pretty much aiming at that caddy right there and, and just trying to get this thing just over the lip. So he so he's so folks who are watching this on video here, he's aiming. I mean, you can see like straight ahead here, okay, and you can see his feet, and you can even see a little piece of that left form. I mean, he's he's very square. Now the face is probably looking more at this guy. So you're thinking to yourself, well, if the face is looking over there, the ball is going to go over there. But what's happening here and what Parker's talking about is when he swings through and he lets that throw, I didn't quite get it at impact. What's happening is the effective law for that face now, when he lets that shaft lean out, is looking more left. Yeah. And you can and look at look at his low body there and how quiet yeah. that low body is. That, that's something that we've paid paid a lot of attention to and and as as that low body stays quiet it allows that club head to pass the hands on the way through yeah yeah because if, if you're not dragging it then you, you don't want to be like in the golf swing you're turning right it's got the shaft lean and all those things peeling the divot here you want that club to get in and get out yeah, and you can almost see this ball drawing too, which is you know a sign of a. It's a sign of a, a really good wedge a bunker player is somebody that can draw it out of the bunker. Yeah, when you said it to me, I, when you said it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is gold, you know, this, <laughs> this, this technique. And look at this ball, folks. Like it's starting. You can see it actually kind of wanting to turn a little bit to the left. I want to ask you from this view now, okay? So from face on. One of the things that I have a lot of success with 
with students is getting them to understand that as they get closer to the green, like the sternum, we want the sternum to be a little bit more, say, on top of it, over the ball, versus let's say with the driver, balls forward, maybe we're more behind it with the tilt. Okay, bunkers, yeah, balls forward, but we're kind of more, let's say, weight a little bit left. And even if I've got someone who is, is you know, kind of back here, you know, I'll get them to feel like they're just kind of more level with the shoulders like this with the weight left. And they feel like, you know, they're opposite of the driver, but more this way. And with that sternum a little bit more on top, it really helps the, the point of entry into the sand. Is that accurate? Maybe a little less side bend, generally speaking? Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely... Uh, I definitely fix people's shoulder tilts quite a bit in the bunker. Yeah. Um, I think that, that, that people have the, the thought that I got to get this ball high in the sky. Let me tilt mm -hmm. so that my, my trail shoulder is way low so that I can, you know, feasibly hit it higher, a higher shot. But what it does is it really compromises the low point. And you can see everything with Keith here is, is pretty darn neutral, which is, yeah. which is, really where we'd like it you know it's like there's nothing he's not having to make any compensations here during his swing he can just really make a nice free swing weight weight positioning is is pretty good ball position just slightly forward to center he used to have his ball position pretty far forward and he used to have his weight pretty far forward and so we've we've worked on we've worked on uh, adjusting that so he just he doesn't have to make a ton of compensations he's in here He's in a nice, comfortable spot, and he can just really release it with those arms and hands. So when, when in the backswing, and you look at that, is would you say generally, Keith, other players, your experience in the backswing, that the lower body's pretty quiet, and this is more of a kind of an arms and hands kind of toss motion where they're working maybe perhaps a little bit more independent? Now, granted, the shoulders are turning. I get that. But w would you say it's kind of a – more independent arms and hands, which allows some fit, you know, some forearm rotation up to the top. Yeah, absolutely. I think for, for my preferences, I, I definitely like uh, a, a quieter lower body. I, I don't think that you need a lot of movement in these, uh, in this type of a shot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if we were, if I was trying to send this thing, you know, 200 yards from this fairway bunker, then, Yes, I, I, I would I would maybe, you know, want some more, you know, right leg, you know, trail leg straightening and then squatting into it and then exploding out of it. But, yeah. you know, I, I, th this is something where I'm I'm really trying to use my arms and my hand action to get this ball to come out the way I want it to. Yeah. So basically on those lines, for those watching and listening here, like I set up. You know, and let's say I'm hitting a driver, like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to turn and I'm going to load up a little bit into that right side, right hips pulled back, full shoulder turn. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm loaded, ready to go. Arms and hands certainly following that. Now I can kind of swing my arms and hands up there and not feel like I'm loading per se. My lower is pretty passive. My, my shoulders are kind of following that. I always, I always call it more of a toss motion. You know, I don't know if you like the word psych, you know, I'm swinging my arms a little more independently of my body going back and then my body supports it some coming through, but I'm not, you know, I'm not throwing and I'm not loading up and then, you know, just more of kind of an arms, hands, and then we 
give it some torso coming through. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it looks like he's making a full swing, you know, right. three quarter full swing, but it's really, it's really, like you said, it's more independent with the arms and the hands doing it. It's not necessarily, you know, you, you don't really see his left knee kick in on the backswing. Um, which is, which is where I'm kind of going with this. The other thing I like about the square stance more is the independency of the arms is that it helps the arms kind of work around the body. Um, you know, when you get open and if you're more independent with the arms, oftentimes I got to, you know, make sure they're still going around. Like they're not going, you don't want them going just out and up and down. Like, you know, like there, there's still got to be some around with, with the arm swing. You look at this here. I mean, his left arm is covering his right shoulder. I mean, it's, it's, there's depth, right. In, in bunker shots. Yeah. And we can, and we can achieve that as well by, by the distance we are away from the ball. You know, if we're, if we're really close to it, that, you know, our, 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 our path or, or uh, our plane is going to be way more vertical. Yeah. Uh, if we can get, if we can get in that setups condition where we're a little further away from it, it built, it builds in that nice depth that we're looking for. Uh, and, and we can kind of see, this is Kevin Chapel here, another <laughs> guy I've worked with and, and he's just trying to hit a crazy, crazy spinner, but you can see, you know, how closed his feet are. He gets I mean, a little bit more, a little more out and vertical, but he's, he's trying to go to the extreme and really hit this thing like four yards with a bunch of spin. I mean, look at his feet folks they are aiming, you know, five, 10 yards to the right. His club face is looking way to the right. And, 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 and stop it. See if we can stop it at the top and see where his club face is at the top. Look at that. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing. That's like, that's a world class <laughs> position right there. Oh my god! Uh, you can see his le left wrist, his lead wrist is way into extension and cuffed. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but that's a that's a that's an amazing place to play bunker shots from. But you would never see that with a nine iron. Um, he's got a no. much stronger face with a nine iron. So it's just something that out of the bunker. It just it takes time, I think, and especially it's it's one of the reasons I think amateurs have a have a really difficult time out of the bunker they're like okay well you've been telling me like shaft yeah. lean forward strong club face yeah. wrist in in a flex spot right like all of a sudden you're telling me to do the complete opposite out of here and it's like i think it's, it's a tough thing for people to understand but th there's just a few little setup keys and release keys cool. that usually I, I i help people start to love to play out of the bunker after after working with me that's cool right there. That picture. Um, yeah. That ball starting online there and that exit plane way under the left shoulder face looking back. I mean, he's what he's taking that left wrist in the full extension. We could talk forever about wrist angles and, and, you know, like taking a player who, who generally um, is fairly flexed in their lead wrist, say to the top. And do you, do you toggle with that? Maybe where they get a little more extension going back in the, backswing and and coming through impact and you know i won't mention the maybe perhaps one guy like a colin morikawa that you might work with but um but you know like wrist angles are part of the equation with with professionals and i think for those listening as amateurs like what we just discussed for 90 percent of you is probably going to really help you i mean getting in there and and, and setting up the weight, wide stance, ball low forward, shoulders pretty level, weight a little left, getting this toss action going back, releasing it, letting that left wrist go into extension as you 
the chest. I mean, like all these things are going to really help these things. And, um, you know, I just, as I, as I look through this and I think about the other benefits of being squared a little closed, like I like the idea actually of being a little closed, like with the feet and then the shoulders being like a bit more square. And for the reason of, you know, the arm swing, as I said, going back, but also I just think about the drill we always do, like left foot forward, right foot back. What does that promote right there on top of it? You know, so it's kind of what you're doing in the bunk. You kind of pull that left foot up, square your shoulders up a little bit. You know, this way that helps get the sternum on top of it. And then you're just like, you're just right there on top of it and letting that pass. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, I think that the the biggest difference is that the high level players have learned how to play out of the bunker. And so I would, I would probably say that if you, if you gave a guy an option, Hey, you've got, you're going to miss the green high level player. You're going to miss the green in the bunker, or you're going to miss the green in some, in some Bermuda rough or Zoysia rough or whatever. They would take missing it in the bunker all day long. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because they, they understand how the club works in there. They, they can get a uh, constant feedback that they, they really understand how that golf ball is coming out and they can control it better. They can actually spin it better. So I, you know, I want to be able to help take the amateur from being afraid of the bunker to then having some confidence in the bunker. And that's, that's really kind of the, the mission statement is to be able to take some of this stuff that, that I've learned from tour players and being a tour player myself, mm-hmm. I've learned this stuff and I'm trying to um, help, help bridge the gap and, and get, get amateurs to, to love playing out of the bunker. Look at that picture. So that's yeah. Cl- Club head so cool. far past the hands. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. See that face? That face is looking behind him right there. Yeah. Looking look up, up and look behind up. him. Quiet the shoulders and quiet the legs are too. Yeah, there's no handle dragging that, folks. No, zero. Zero. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, but that's a, you know, that's a world-class position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, that, that, that's ideally where we would want to get people. But, right. you know, that, take, that takes a lot of skill as well. I mean, what he does in the backswing with that left wrist and how he, yeah. he rolls that, that forearm to really open that face. It's a, th- that, that's a skill. Even, even some tour players don't, don't have. So th- this is, this is world-class here. Victor Hovland, Dustin Johnson. Those are guys that are flex players. Um, you know, they get up there and they got this and they're, and they're in a bunker. The technique looks the same in the left wrist, but they're doing things with the face at address to kind of let them stay with kind of the same wrist angles. And that's a whole other can of worms that I was talking about earlier. If you, if you decide to go down that path with one of these players and changing wrist angles, which some of them do, some of them don't. And that's kind of the fascinating aspect and the, really the beauty of golf, of the finesse when you get around the greens is the difference in the, in the wrist angles and yeah. things that are needed to hit the finesse shots. Um, I watched this and I think, I don't know if you've ever watched, if you saw the post I made about Sahith Tagala where he's at the top and he's got that face hanging open with his left wrist flat. And it's just like, you look at it and you're like, my God, how did he, he brings that down, leans the shaft forward. I mean, I would put it more on the little excessive side with side bend, like, 
you know, from this position of the face looking not as open as Chapel here, but yeah, open. You think, you'd think that ball would just be right to right. I mean, it's just a mind boggler, right? And he's, <laughs> yeah. and he's so good around the greens, right? I mean, he's got great hands. And let me finish with this. Give me, yeah. give me a name or two in the bunker. It's just must watch. Like if, if, if we're going to a tour event and there's a bunker there and they're like, okay, we want to, we want to watch someone hit bunker shots. Do you have a name or two or like, you need to go watch this dude. Oh yeah. I mean, I, w- I would definitely say uh, Luke Donald is, is top yeah. of the list. Um, it's just, it's just beautiful. He, he throws that club so well he does. from the top. Uh, the other one I would say is Jordan Spieth. Um, wow because I think he likes to play a variety of different shots. Cool. Um, I, I think Luke Donald is unbelievable, but we always, like I always see Luke Donald hitting sort of that, that high floaty soft spinny one, which is like the most gorgeous thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But then you watch Jordan Spieth and I've, I've been, I've been lucky to watch a few of his rounds. Uh, I remember calling it uh, for PGA tour live last year at Harbor town and he hold out two bunker shots and they yeah. were two completely different types of shots. One was, one was greenside on number two. And it was a, it was just like a short list, sort of shot, but it was like chunked it out, ran, but he, I mean, he played for the chunk. It was just like a, a, a played chunk and run. And then the other one flew a little further check and then trickled to the holes. Like, yeah. I mean, there is some like serious artistry there. And, and so I would say, if you can sit there and watch Jordan Spieth out of a bunker for, for 20 minutes, sit there and just video it. It's He's so like a fun. modern day Gary player, almost like, like those guys are hitting shots out of the bunker, which, you know, he, he's hitting a shot. Like he's not hitting like, Oh, I'm in the bunker. Here's here's how I play it. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to draw this one. I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go low. I'm going to chunk and run it. Yeah, I was. That's you, the one and, that that's the one that comes to mind for me is speed. Yeah, and you could almost say that about his entire short game. <laughs> yeah, which is so fun because you know when, when he first came on tour, he was he was a bit more a bit more steep, a bit more narrow, and and would kind of go ball first and and have that little low checker, and then over he's evolved a bit and he, he plays some nice wide shallow pitch shots that kind of come out like yeah. with some spin. And and now he's got all these different shots, and he doesn't just play one shot. It's he's yeah. got it, he's got the whole arsenal. It's really fun to watch his creativity because it's just it's stunning. Yeah, good stuff, man. Really appreciate your time. This was uh, this is going to be a good one. I hope people enjoyed this. Uh, bunkers can be intimidating for the amateur. They're not for the pro. They'd rather be in it, as you mentioned. Um, but I I've been watching this for a while, working on my game with it definitely teaching more square but i think just in the last year just taking the whole band-aid off like i just think that in general like this is just a much more efficient way to go about it i mean i love the idea of the feet a little close shoulder square on top and just throwing that thing a little bit past it and man it, i mean it just it comes out in incredibly uh different and, and and it's amazing how the impact point moves off the toe and back towards the center and even up the face a little bit, right? It feels like, you know, so you yep. can get, you can, you can, you're getting that just ripping the cover off. Spin. Exactly. It's awesome, man. I really appreciate your time. You got it. Enjoyed it. PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased 
MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com.